Hi, everybody. Welcome to Eco Chic, a podcast all about practical science and sustainability. My name is Laura, and I'm a graduate student studying climate science. I'm super excited to be doing this podcast to share a lot of things that I take for granted, just like general climate change education and personal sustainability efforts. This podcast will hopefully serve as a place to talk about climate change from a whole bunch of different angles, hard science, policy, economics, whatever, but also just a place to talk about personal tips on how to be a more responsible member of the planet. All right, today I want to start talking about one of my favorite topics as of lately, trash. Not a super sexy topic, but something that we all deal with every single day. When you say that you're throwing something away, where is away? I started thinking about this because I recently moved to a city where it's not super easy to recycle, and I realized that everything I was putting in my trash can was going directly into a landfill. I really had no options. And I started delving a little bit deeper into this, and even as a climate scientist, I didn't realize this little fact that when they say reduce, reuse, recycle, it's actually a hierarchy. So when you're thinking about your trash, the first thing that you should be doing is trying to reduce your consumption. Recycling is in theory the third option. Like your worst option in terms of getting rid of something is recycling it, which is pretty wild because I feel like a lot of people like to think that they are super sustainable citizens just because they are very active in recycling. Actually, you should just not be producing any sort of trash at all or producing as little trash as possible. So that's when I started getting involved in um, educating myself on the zero waste movement, which I'll talk about a little bit later. Um, but ultimately, it's just the idea that I am trying to reduce the amount of trash that I produce. So reduce. And then if there's something that I do have to buy, how can I reuse it? If I'm buying a glass jar for pasta sauce, can I rinse it out and then use that glass jar to store things? Um, as opposed to going ahead and putting that glass jar directly into some sort of recycling bin. So just something to think about. Trash from a policy perspective is actually pretty interesting. I've been looking into this lately. Um, there is actually no national recycling law in the United States. There is nothing mandating recycling across the country, and there's actually 15 states that have no recycling laws whatsoever. So most states do have goals in place of what they'd like to recycle, how many recycling programs they'd like to have in a given state, but 15 have none whatsoever, and in only eight states are recycling programs totally mandatory. Um, so that's definitely something to think about. We have the RICRA nationally, which is just a mandate on how landfills are managed and how they're aligned and things like that, but ultimately we should be reducing anything that's going into a landfill anyway. So interesting from a policy perspective. So what kind of trash are we producing? Something that's really wild, a statistic I heard recently that I'd like to share is, dig this, 50% of all of our plastic in the United States is single-use plastic. Something that you're using one time and immediately throwing away to live its whole life in a landfill. Yes, plastic is in theory recyclable, but there's only X amount of times that it can go through recycling before it's really usable. And a lot of plastic, especially thin plastic, so think of a grocery bag, are actually not recyclable at all. Um, they just can't break down fully, so there's really no way to reuse them. A really powerful image that I love to give people when I'm talking about trash is imagine your first grade toothbrush that is still somewhere on this planet sitting in a landfill pretty wild and I know it's kind of a lot to take in and by no means am I advocating for you to like give up toothbrushes or anything but just think about how you're consuming and where your trash ultimately goes what is its end of life at the end of the day we do not live in a circular economy which I can definitely get into on another podcast just the idea that everything ultimately has an end of life and it doesn't get reused fully so yikes a lot to think about in terms of consumption end of life 
what you're producing, what you're throwing away, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but there are a lot of easy peasy little swaps. And by no means is it um, reasonable for you to want to go out and then live a zero waste lifestyle tomorrow. Zero waste is something that you have to work towards little by little because you already have a life built up. You already have things. You already have habits that you're either going to break or change or whatever. So there are small swaps that you can definitely make. I personally found one of the easiest sectors in my life to start moving towards a lower waste lifestyle was when it came to grocery shopping. It's something I do every single week. It's something that I really enjoy. And um, grocery shopping is a place where we do produce a lot of plastic in terms of packaging and even just how we take our things home. So I'm sure everyone is already trying to carry reusable grocery bags, which is really awesome, a really easy peasy first step. Um, but think about it also, produce bags are something that if you're putting all your apples in a produce bag, what do you do with that bag when you get home? Ultimately, you throw it away. Produce bags really make no sense. They're a single-use plastic and ultimately not a good look. So I switched over to reusable produce bags. I love to have them in my Instagram stories where I like put all my zero-waste grocery photos if you're interested in seeing them. But essentially, they're just mesh or cloth bags. And you bring them with you to the grocery store just like you would your tote bag. And you fill them up, and when you're done, you bring them home, and you move all of your dry goods into jars, your produce you put out, whatever. And most of the time, they are washable bags. They're easily reusable. And all around just end up saving a lot of single-use plastic produce bags. And another thing in the grocery store, you just have to become a really conscious consumer once you are thinking about moving towards a lower-waste lifestyle. So I used to buy berries for my yogurt every single morning. And ultimately, I just switched over to apples and bananas because they don't come in packaging. Berries will always come in a plastic box. It's really hard to resist because right now, berry season is starting, and I see these berries on sale for $0.88, cents and I'm like, oh my god, all I would want. But I think about the box that's coming in, and it's going to sit in a landfill for so long, and is it really worth it? To me, it's a no, but whatever. Something to think about. I also started shopping at a grocery store that has bulk bins, which are just like a Whole Foods or a Sprouts. I didn't ever shop at a grocery store before with bulk bins. I'm from Florida and Publix definitely doesn't have them. Or I went to school in North Carolina and I don't want to say that Harris Teeter had them either. But they're essentially just big old bins. You bring your own bags, your produce bags, whatever, and you fill it up with oats or um, other dry goods. So like I buy beans or rice or anything of that sort in these bulk bags and I bring them home and they just I get charged by the weight. Um, so that's a really easy thing to do. And I just bring them home, put them in my own jars. And jars are also just all around a really good kitchen look. So from a style perspective, I'm into it. On the topic of food, however, we also need to talk about food waste. So anything that you're producing, any sort of organic materials that you're putting into your trash can, so um, any scraps essentially from your kitchen, are going to a landfill as well. So just because, in theory, they are biodegradable, that doesn't actually apply to food waste that you're putting in your trash. When food is breaking down without oxygen, as it would be in a trash bag in a landfill, it is producing methane. And methane is actually, dig this, four times more harmful to the environment than carbon dioxide. And carbon dioxide is basically our like black standard against bad things against the environment. So composting is a really attractive option when it comes to food waste. If you have a backyard, it's super easy to set up your own system. If you have an apartment, most um, big cities have composting systems either at farmer's markets or some gardeners will take it. It just takes a little bit of homework online, but composting is a really good move in terms of food waste. 
outside of the kitchen, things you can do is ultimately trying to shop secondhand as often as possible, take things out of the waste cycle, and reuse or repair any broken things such as clothing that has holes in it. You don't necessarily have to throw it away. Just learn how to put a patch on it, learn how to sew, etc. And that takes something out of the waste cycle. So a lot to take in, but it just takes a matter of being a little bit more mindful when it comes to your consumption habits. I will go ahead and have a list of references on my website so that you have a place to go if you want more inspiration or information on how to move towards a lower waste lifestyle and what all this really means. A big disclaimer that I want to make at the end of all of these podcasts on sustainability is that what works for me does not necessarily have to work for you. Sustainability is a personal thing. Lower waste is a personal thing. It's something you're going to build on every day. And what works for me, again, does not have to work for you. So maybe you're not interested in shopping secondhand at all, but maybe you're going to get really into composting. I like to tell people if you're working towards sustainability, just pick one thing and be really good at it. Be committed. It doesn't necessarily have to be like this big change overnight where you become this like eco warrior of 2018. Not necessary. If you have any questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram. That's the easiest way to get in contact with me. And make sure that you review and rate and whatever this podcast so that I know if it's helpful. Ultimately, I want to be a resource for people and I want to be impactful. So if there's anything that you really want me to cover, let me know. And thank you so much for listening.